Hi, good morning. This is Not Just Making the Tea, the podcast which discusses the realities of our career and life choices whilst made at school and college. We celebrate the parts that haven't gone to plan as much as those which have. With every chat, we plan to explore what life skills there are to be learnt and how they can influence and help us to succeed. I'm your host, Rachel Price, founder of Amali.com, the career website for young adults. So firstly, I'd like to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope that you enjoy the experience and that you will continue to join me and my future guests on our journey. I really appreciate anyone who takes the time to listen. So please subscribe, like, tell your friends and send me any comments and feedback. I hope that you find these chats thought-provoking, entertaining, and hopefully they'll give you some positive vibes for your day. So on that note, let's get started with today's topic. 10 ways to stay motivated while working from home. In these uncertain times, working from home, whether it's due to school or work closures, is now the new norm. However, with all the distractions we're surrounded with, how do we stay motivated to keep working, move forward and still be successful? For me, I haven't had any face-to-face co-workers for some time now, nearly three months. And as a freelancer, I work in one of the many occupations these days that allows for complete and total freedom to work from home. Or really, anywhere as long as there is an internet connection. In this day and age, many jobs have a level of flexibility, especially in the age of constant connectivity. Some careers are entirely built from being at home, or from working in co-working spaces or coffee shops, just like mine. Others may only do this from time to time. When I tell people my job is entirely done from somewhere other than a fixed office, I generally get the response, hmm, I'm not sure I could cope with that. They don't mean that my job sucks, well I hope not, rather that they're referring to the concerns around motivation and self-discipline that comes with working alone and from home. In essence, an office gives you a fixed schedule. Co-workers give you some social interaction. The physical presence of a boss gives you accountability. So how in the world is anyone supposed to get any real work done in the absence of all of these things? Over the years, I've become something of an expert in the field of self-accountability and productivity. Not to say that I don't give in to the temptation to use my free time to slack off on the allocation, but that i found ways to make myself accountable not only to my various employers and contracts, but I think more importantly to myself. So here are 10 ways in which I do this. I think you'll be able to utilise at least a few of them, whether you're working from home full-time or just now during these difficult circumstances. Wake up early. For many, this may be the hardest part of working from home. With no office to go to and no boss to tap on his watch and look irritated if you're late, there is often little motivation to get up at a reasonable hour and start work. I did fall prey to this in my early days of freelancing, waking up at 10 or 11 and beginning the day from there, but I can honestly say it isn't worth it. Training yourself to get up on time like you do for a more traditional job will get you into a routine that encourages productivity. Studies have shown that getting up at a set time helps you become more proactive as a person, and personally i found it makes me much more alert and able to start my daily tasks much more quickly. Waking up at 7.30 every day allows me to start work sensibly by 8.30. It's not obscenely early like someone with a lengthy morning commute to worry about, yet it's not 11am either. By forcing myself into this schedule, i found that my most productive time is now between 9 and 2. After breakfast, which is a must for me, my mind is sharper. It's the start of the day, so I'm more motivated to work harder, faster and more efficiently in the hopes of finishing up the day earlier. Always get dressed. It's incredibly tempting when working from home to wear your most comfortable slouchy clothes, especially since most of the time you're rolling out of bed and starting work soon after. Again, with no co-workers, what is the point of getting dressed up? 
Why can't you wear leggings or a onesie all day until you're forced to emerge from your cocoon to seek actual human contact? So in 2013, in a Forbes article, Dr. Karen Pine, a fashion psychologist and professor of psychology at the University of Hertfordshire, had this to say about getting dressed for work. When we put on an item of clothing, it is common for the wearer to adopt the characteristics associated with that garment. A lot of clothing has symbolic meaning for us, whether it's professional work attire or relaxing weekend wear. So when we put it on, we're priming our brains to actually behave in ways consistent with that meaning. In other words, if you're content to wear lazy clothes all day when working from home, you are more than likely to act lazy and therefore get less done. Now there is a limit to this. I'm certainly not suggesting that you put on a suit and tie and sit at your desk by yourself all day with no one to appreciate your snappy sense of style, but I am suggesting putting on actual daytime clothes if for no other reason than to combat certain stereotypes about the ideas of working from home. Don't work where you sleep. This is another big lesson that I learned early on, though I will say I didn't have much choice. When I began my freelancing career, it was in my super small apartment in Dubai. Sitting on my bed was literally the only place I had to work. So think about it like this. If wearing pyjamas makes you lazy whilst working, working from your bed triples this at the very least. Not only that, but it can completely stress you out that the place where you do all your work is also to be the very spot where you try and relax and fall asleep at night. Finding the right place to work is not always an easy thing to achieve. Currently, I generally work at the coffee table, which is much more comfortable and everything is to hand. So for me, much more productive. Make a schedule. This seems relatively self-explanatory, but most people are not able to function well working from home if they don't at least have some sort of schedule guiding them. This can start with waking up at a set time each day, as I've talked about previously but it can also be listing down all of the tasks that you need to get done on a certain day. Obviously, these completely depend upon your line of work. For me, I write for websites and record these podcasts. I know which days, posts, plan to go live and base my weekly writing around this. As previously mentioned, I do most of my work early in the morning and I'm able to write or record in the morning something which gets posted in the afternoon. But generally, I like to give myself a slightly longer time frame in this process, just in case there are any problems. A general schedule is permanently etched in my brain, and this includes not only work, but meals, errands and exercise time, all of which can be accomplished within any given day. This allows me for more free time later on. The only thing which changes a day is the scheduling of meetings or work activations. These take precedence over everything else as they're the paid work, and therefore more important. You may not be able to set the timings of your working schedule. It may be set for you, i.e. a timetable or a meetings list. But if it's clearly written down, it will certainly help to relieve the stress levels by giving you some clear direction for your day. Exercise. As I just mentioned, working from home allows you to schedule activities during your workday that you wouldn't normally be able to do so when in a traditional office. One of these is working out, and for me it's an absolute must when working from home, and plays into both my motivation and self-discipline. Most office jobs these days are relatively sedate but none more so than working from home. You're not even doing the minimum steps in comparison as to when you go to an actual office. I would be lucky to break 100 steps of my trips from my bed to the coffee table office and the few trips to the kitchen or the bathroom. On a good day, I might go up and down some stairs. But the reality is no joke. Being that sedate isn't just harmful for your health, it's terrible for your brain, motivation and discipline. As with every study on the planet shows, 
working out gives you a boost of energy and endorphins, which is incredibly helpful for productivity and creativity. It gets you thinking more clearly and simply makes you feel like you did right by yourself for the entire day.